0: Welcome to the Creative Homeschool Podcast. In this podcast, I'm coming at you to deliver you a weekly dash of creativity to make your homeschool exciting for your kids, but for you too. We're going to explore all of the different ways to creatively homeschool. Games, field trips, unit studies, writing activities, kid businesses, art, and more. I'm your host Julie Soul, longtime homeschool mom, shenanigan enthusiast, espresso drinker, and founder and co-owner of Soul Sparklet's Art. I've helped thousands add creativity and joy to their homeschool, and I'm ready to help you too. Ready to get started? Let's go! Welcome back, everyone. We are diving into part two of the resetting your homeschool. And last week, we talked about taking a mystery ride. So if you missed that, make sure you go back. And the reason we're talking about this, and I'm sitting out here on my three seasons room with murder of crows in my backyard, bunnies, baby turkeys, and so on, is because I wanted to make sure that I'm also exemplifying what it means to actually make sure that you're taking time for yourself. Homeschooling is incredibly rewarding, but Let's face it, it can be really hard too, because kids who might have a different teacher and they might do everything that teacher says. My kids had tennis yesterday and I he asked them to pick up a ball. He asked them to do something and they followed completely. But when I took them out to play tennis on Sunday, well, it was a little bit of a different experience. So we just need to make sure that we're taking time to nurture ourselves. And in a fun way, because, you know, sometimes it's not possible to just completely take off and leave our kids behind. And frankly, sometimes the reason for everything is that kids need a reset too. So last week we talked about a mystery ride. So go back and listen to that episode. Today we're going to be talking about strategy two, and that is get moving. So often, even when we try not to use worksheets and books, even for those families, sometimes that stuff still kind of sets in. A lot of us went to public schools. So a lot of us have this feeling that at some point during the day, you have to sit down and you have to make sure that you're getting some of that done. Or, you know, at the very least, you know, getting some writing in somehow. And sometimes, you know, We need to get out and get moving. So have some ideas for how to actually do that today. So let's dive into number one. Go take a hike. So we're talking about lots of different things here. This does not need to be a hike through a national park that you live near. So many of us don't live somewhere that we can do that. So, you know, let's just talk about the fact that you can just walk around your neighborhood, take a longer walk. You can do it where you always turn right. You always go the same way. You can go a different way. Or, you know, if you're really limited in your walking, you can do it backwards, but change it up. One of my kids' favorite things to do is sometimes during different seasons when we don't have a long time to get in the car, but I want to change it up and kind of reset things is I will give one of them a task to count something and I'll give another one a task to count something else. And we'll have a little challenge. So, you know, around Christmas time, I might have one count reindeer and one count Santa decorations. And we guess who's going to find more. And it gets into a really fun challenge. And we're laughing and we're marveling that, you know, sometimes we might not see any reindeer and that's what we expected. You can do that at any time of the year with, you know, garden gnomes during the summer, during the fall. You can count Halloween decorations. So lots of different ways you can do that. But if you don't have time to really get out and drive somewhere, don't forget that you can do something like this in your own neighborhood. Or you can go on an outdoor scavenger hunt. Just head to the local park and have a scavenger hunt. I cannot remember the previous episode. We'll drop it in the show notes for you. But you can download our outdoor scavenger hunt. I left you some freebies and you can go and grab one of those and use those to go outside. This can be, you know, something green is a little too easy for most of us going outside. But, you know, maybe you're looking for three different types of songbirds or something squishy and you can do it with texture. You can really level this up for older kids. You can choose things that you're studying about different kinds of trees local to you. Challenge kids to find something that you've spotted before while you've been driving by and see if they can spot it too. So taking an outdoor scavenger hunt is a really, really great way to do it. You can also set out for something longer. Now, do not forget the sunscreen, the bug spray, water, and if you've ever hiked with kids, don't forget a snack of some kind chances are that they will need some kind of nourishment or they will ask you to carry them back to the car. So that is the first one. Take a hike. Now let's move into number two. Take a swim. This is a great way to get some exercise, some movement into your day. Can you have a beach day? Do you have an ocean? We have Lake Michigan. It's an hour away. So it makes for a great beach day because when I go with my kids, we're pretty much going for the day. Maybe you have an inland lake nearby, you know, a smaller lake that you can go to. You might have a river or a stream, you know, that counts too. A lot of places have a stream that you can splash in and kids love that kind of thing. You can even go to a splash pad. If you have any kind of splash pads or spray pads near you, doesn't have to have a water slide, a community pool. If you don't have a pool, a lot of places have communities with pools or there's a high school near us that does have swim days that you can go and use their pool during the day. Here's a kicker I want all of you to consider, though. What's the last time you got in to that pool, that lake, that ocean? So often I will go to a beach and you see the kids swimming and you see the adults on the Side and you see them chatting. And I know that it's fun to talk with my homeschool friends. I do it too. But it is a really, really wonderful mental and physical reset for you too. When you get in that water, there is something about the water and humans. When it happens, I don't know if you're anything like me. If you've ever been in the shower and you just have like the best idea ever, something about running water. And not only that, but I have fond memories of the times that my mom got into the water because it was rare. And I know that my kids love it when I get in, whether it's the swimming pool or the beach or even the splash pad. They love it. And honestly, afterwards, I feel so much better, too. So I want to encourage you to not just sit on the sidelines, but to go and dive right in. Okay. And the last one, number three, grunt it out. So this can be doing something like goat yoga, which I had the opportunity to do in Arizona. It was definitely different. Now, because of my leg, I couldn't actually do most of the poses, but everyone else could. And my girls really loved having a goat on their back. So you might have something like goat yoga, where you can kind of get silly. And you can go grab an old workout video. A lot of libraries have these where you can check something out. You can probably find a lot of them on YouTube also. So it doesn't have to be something new. You can go and find one of those old 80s style workout videos. Kids will get a huge kick out of it. Probably ask you a lot of questions about what a leotard is and why everyone was wearing them. I know that I had a complete collection of leotards. So I am the last one to talk. And there's also something called Go Noodle that if you haven't been using, you might want to go check that out. Go Noodle is an app you level up monsters. I think you get leveled up for every ten videos you do, but you get to choose the kind of video. So they have everything from meditation, stretching, dance routines, ones where they will show you a screen and it kind of scrolls. And then you'll see obstacles coming and you have to jump and duck. But it's a lot of silly fun. And honestly, I kind of like doing them too. Most of them are anywhere from two to five minutes. So the bonus of this is you don't need to take a long time out of your day to have fun doing one of these. I guarantee you, though, after you do one, you're probably going to want to do another one. But they're silly. The songs are memorable. I believe there's a dancing moose in a lot of them, but go noodle. So make sure to look that up. We'll drop that one in the show notes. So just to recap, we're taking a hike, taking a swim, grunting it out. But the whole goal is to get some movement into your day. Even though so many of us do a lot of homeschool on the couch at a dining table, we might do it outside. There's still not as much movement sometimes as we'd like. So just an encouragement and just the understanding that getting that movement in can really reset a homeschool day for kids and for you. So don't forget to get in there and do one of those silly go noodle videos or to jump in that pool. Also, the kids will love it and you will too. Okay. Join me next week and we'll finish this series up for how to Reset your homeschool with part three. Till next time. If you have kids that are running away from writing instead of toward it, chances are you're feeling a little bit frustrated, but That's because so many writing programs out there have kids writing things like tell me about your bedroom instead of things that kids actually want to write. So I'd like to introduce you to the delicious diner course. What is it? It's a writing course for kids. It gets them writing effortlessly. They're having fun. They're creating their own delicious diner by marketing, writing help wanted ads, writing recipes, menus, learning about floor plans, writing, grammar, typing, entrepreneurship, and it's all through using Canva. There's even the first section of the course where I'm going to teach kids how to use Canva and how to get started. And if you're not familiar with Canva, you might really like watching it too. Canva is a graphics design software. You can use it completely for free. There is a paid version. You do not need the paid version in order to have fun with this course. But as an introductory offer, we are offering it for $10 off instead of $29. You can grab it for $19. It's a one-time purchase. It's for the entire family. Check the link in the show notes for the link to learn more and sign up. And make sure to come hungry.